0: You're listening to the Carterville Church Life Podcast. I love our church family, and I hope that you do too. Our goal is that the episodes of this podcast would keep us connected and focused while we're scattered for our week on missions together. I hope that you're blessed by what you hear today. Hey, thanks for tuning in to the podcast. I am so glad you took time to be with us today, and I hope that this episode of the podcast helps you grow in Jesus Christ. So we're talking about what we call the nine ways to follow Jesus. And at Carterville, that's just discipleship modeling for us. Man, we want to make sure that we don't uh, spend all of our years in the church just going through cultural cultural Christianity or religious rituals. We want to be changed into the image of Jesus. And as we read through the scriptures, we identified nine patterns that we saw in the life of Jesus and his disciples um, that helped them to be distinct as Jesus followers. We just bring that to our church once in a while to remind us of these goals so that we know that we're not just in autopilot spiritually, that we're not just being conformed to the pattern of religion, but instead we're being transformed into the image of Jesus. And to help me out on today's podcast, I have my friend Corey Jenkins. Hey, Corey, thanks for being with us. Thank you. So, Corey, um, a good number of people in our church know you well, but there's a few people who don't. So let's just take a second for introductions, and then we'll get into our topic today, which is which is Scripture. Um, so, Corey, what's your role here at Carville? What do you do?
1: Uh, so I am the youth intern under Stroh, um, alongside with Hannah Mullane. Um, just being really invested and intentional to invest in our guys and the youth group.
0: Excellent. Uh, you did a, lot, a good job last night. We're, you and I are recording this podcast on a Thursday, um, mm-hmm. but uh, you did a good job last night with with your game. I was in youth group. I enjoyed being with students, so mm-hmm. I, I like that. Uh, Corey, how long have you been with us, man? Uh... This past May was a year. Yeah, so. so you're getting to know us, and we're getting mm-hmm. to know you. We've been blessed in the office. You're an LSU fan, which you know I try to not <laughs> hold that against you, um, but because of that, you know Mike, I, just, I know Mike loves having you around. Yeah. Personally, but generally, you're you're a fantastic guy. You've been a blessing. We appreciate having you on staff. Mm-hmm. Um you're you're working through college right now. You're almost done with mm-hmm. your undergraduate degree, right? You're about to graduate.
1: Yeah. Um by next next spring I'll graduate. I'll be done this upcoming winter trimester with William Carey.
0: So, so what'd you study?
1: Uh so I am majoring in Christian ministries with a
0: minor in psychology. Excellent. So you're gonna be an expert on almost everything here in just uh, a few minutes. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um Well, Corey, I've enjoyed a lot of conversations with you about the Scripture, and it's one of the reasons that we thought you'd do a good job. I know that uh, you and Hannah, Elaine, and Jeremy have worked hard um, for the last few months, really, putting together a curriculum for our students to help Mm -hmm. them study the Bible better, Mm -hmm. to help them learn to read their Bible on their own. Mm -hmm. So it's a great time for us to be talking about about the Scripture. So I read—I've been reading a a book— um, that Lynn's actually recommended to me. A little pro tip for husbands. If your wife says you should read this book, you should probably read it. Um, she's probably sending you some clear messaging that you don't need to miss. Anyway, so I'm reading a book uh, that Lindsay gave me. And this guy was talking about a spiritual discipline of Scripture. And he, and he, one of the comments that he made was that in some recent research, couldn't tell you who did it, don't remember, um, the finding was that of all the spiritual disciplines, like consistent, mm-hmm. regular, personal mm-hmm. study of the Scripture uh, seemed to be having more of a spiritual impact on believers than any other uh, mm-hmm. habit or spiritual discipline that they were applying. I thought that was impressive. Mm-hmm. All right, well, Corey, I'm ready. What did you bring for us today?
1: Yeah, so I just wanted to real quick take some a few minutes to look at Psalm 19. Um, this is David writing, um More to be desired are they than gold, even much fine gold. Sweeter also than honey and drippings of the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is your servant warned, and keeping them there is great reward. So really, this is kind of a poem uh, that David is writing. In the previous verses, in the beginning of chapter 19, he is affirming that you know, Looking at creation, we see God's glory and majesty and power and holiness displayed even through nature like the sun, the sky, the stars, and the moon. Um, and we can know that there is a God that exists. Um, and then he jumps into knowing that God has revealed himself. He has given us his word, um, his authoritative word. And what we mean by that is that it has authority in our lives. We look to it to live. How he calls us to um, and it is inerrant there's no contradictions it's perfect um, and in order for us you know nine ways to follow Jesus its goal is to help us as Christians love Jesus better word of things that gets us there um, to know our God better to delight in him and take pleasure in him uh, and scripture is one of those scripture is where God lays out his roadmap for his sons and daughters is where he shows us our our own holiness and his holiness it uh, shows us the gospel and many other things um, but it's just like you and Lindsay um, or any other married couple uh if you did not constantly communicate with them, I mean you would not have a good relationship um not one that would survive for long right um, and so scripture is where we go. We read, not only do we read, and this is where I think a lot of us tend to um, kind of misstep the real meaning of Scripture, is that we tend to just read kind of legalistically um, and then not spend time to sit still and hear God and meditate upon the Word and really truly think about it.
0: So I think there's a difference. And I agree with you, Corey. I think mm-hmm. there's a difference between like checking off the habit. Yes, mm-hmm. I read my Bible today yeah. because good Christians read their Bibles you mm-hmm. every day. Yeah. There's a difference in checking off the habit. I did read my Bible mm-hmm. versus being changed by the Word. Mm-hmm. And the older I've gotten, the more I have recognized that shift, mm-hmm. and the more I have, I want to be changed. You know, um, a couple of mornings this week, I'm you know I'm reading through Revelation in my in my own prayer time. One of my favorite books of the Bible. And I'm reading through Revelation, and um, I mean, it's really it's interesting for me because my prayers right after my scripture passages the last mm-hmm. couple of days have really been influenced a lot by what mm-hmm. I read. Just as I pray that back to the Lord,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, that's just a small step for me in saying, well, how can I? All right, how do I move from I checked it off the box to I just had an encounter with God where I was changed by Him? Do mm-hmm. uh, you have any advice for us on that, Corey? So I would say. When we are trying
1: to get to a place where we truly meditate um, upon the word, we give it some thought. We don't, again, we don't just read through real quick. I would say read it a couple times, reread yeah. the passages a couple times. Um, get a journal and note some stuff that you see interesting, maybe some questions that you have. This is exactly what we're doing with the students, curriculum yeah. with the students. Um, we want them to encounter God's word and to meditate upon it. Why? Because it changes us. It transforms us. God uses His Word. The Holy Spirit illumines, brings to light things that maybe we have never even thought about our God or our relationship with Him in Scripture. I mean, this is the pattern that David kind of does in Psalm 19, the verses, is that he gives a description of how God's law, God's testimony, His precepts, His commandments are perfect. Um, why? Because they're of the Lord.
0: Because they come from a source of goodness. God is all good. Um, it's interesting to me. I've, I've got my Bible open to Psalm 19 mm-hmm. and just kind of studying with you here. So in Psalm 19, as you pointed out, that psalm begins with the heavens declare the glory of God. Mm-hmm. You know, And so there's no place in the world where their speech is not heard. Mm-hmm. It's almost as if the heavens are, are speaking on God's behalf. Mm-hmm. But then more specifically, David moves to Scripture because, mm-hmm. you know, I can worship God by what I see in the heavens. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm amazed at his creation, but I don't know exactly how he wants me to behave or what his character right. is or what his heart is towards me until I started to read scripture yeah. and now I'm instructed uh, what's the output what's the goal of that mm-hmm. and you know Psalm 19 ends basically with David talking about how he wants his life and his heart to be pure. so verse 11 by them you know that is the teachings that you find in the Bible mm-hmm. by them your servant is warned in keeping them there's great reward mm-hmm. okay verse 12 who can discern their own errors mm-hmm. forgive my hidden faults. So the scriptures are going to show me the errors in my life and even some of the things that I wouldn't notice, some of the deep down things, right? Mm-hmm. Keep your servant from willful sins so they don't mm-hmm. rule over me. We all know what it's like to be ruled by our sins. And then I'll be blameless and innocent of transgression. Uh, how are we going to get get there? And I think the implication is that in Psalm 19... We get to that point where we're not ruled by our sins mm-hmm. by studying the Scripture and doing what we what it says. Yeah. Um, he wraps up Psalm 19, May the words of my mouth and this meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, Lord my rock and my redeemer. This you know beautiful relationship mm-hmm. where I have peace with God because on the inside I'm pleasing to God. How did I get there? I got mm-hmm. there by being changed because of the Scripture. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just because I know it, but because I was changed by it. Mm-hmm. Corey, tell me more about um, the steps that you guys are leading our students through. As you put together the, the guide to help our, our teenagers mm-hmm. interact more personally with the Bible, what are you telling them to do? Because we want to do it. Like as a church family yeah. listening to the podcast, we want to apply that. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I definitely think there's a lot of similarities that we would just tell the church as a whole that we've given to you. First, know the context. Context drives everything. Um, so we want them to not just read the passage, but go back, read the previous chapter, look at the next chapter, read it a couple of times, you know, what is going on in this story? Why is this here and not elsewhere in Scripture? Right, connect the dots. Yeah. Um, and then we want them to really think about what's the meaning, like interpreting um, and praying over it, and then we want them to make practical application, Um and we also put some pages together in this the booklet that we have. Um, just some common mistakes that we tend to make when reading scripture. Um, assuming something means something from our culture and putting it on their culture. Um, and taking things out of context. Um, so just some of that, we want to make sure that our students and really our church knows how to read scripture in context so that they can best glorify God and God can really speak to them by their uh, interaction with the
0: Scriptures. So uh, one of my favorite passages about Scripture, Corey, and we need to wrap up today's episode, mm-hmm. but uh, one of my favorite passages in this about Scripture is in John's Gospel in the fifth chapter, Jesus is having a, a negative interaction, a, con, you know, a, a confrontation with uh, religious leaders of his day. And he is telling them about all the testimony that's in his favor. You know, the miracles that he's done. You know, John the Baptist, God himself, even the scriptures. Uh, But he makes his comment about the scriptures because here's the thing. All those religious people that are angry at Jesus, they read their Bible every day. Mm -hmm. Like those guys were experts in the Bible. Mm -hmm. Uh, Which makes me think, wait a minute, it's not enough to read the Bible. Like Jesus' followers read the Bible differently than the Pharisees. How did they read it differently? What was was it? You can read the Bible and not be changed by the Spirit. The goal is not legalistic. The goal is not to say I checked it off, right? So Jesus says about the Scriptures, you know, uh, you search the Scriptures and these are the very words that testify to me. That passage is so powerful to me because it it helps me remember that I can just go to the Scriptures like a Pharisee and know it Mm -hmm. and use it to argue or to win a fight or to... You know, think that I've got superior ideas to all the people around me because I know the Bible better than somebody else mm-hmm. you know um, you can read it in Greek you can read it in Hebrew you can you can you know read commentaries on it and mm-hmm. become an expert in the Bible and still have a stone cold dead heart yep. a stubborn hard head right mm-hmm. and so so I'm pretty clear that I don't want that's not what I want mm-hmm. I want to read the Bible and be changed I want to mm-hmm. read the Bible and have an encounter with God I want to be reading the Bible and be led closer and closer to Jesus. So um, as our church family leans into Scripture, I would encourage you to read the Bible every day. It is the discipline that will have the most profound effect on you. Mm -hmm. I totally agree with you, Corey. This is where we learn God's Word. It should be a delight, not a duty. It Mm -hmm. should be a treasure to us to get to hear God's Word. I really appreciate, Corey, you helping me with this episode of the podcast. Thanks for coming. Why don't you wrap up for us? How do you want to end? Uh,
1: Just quickly, I just want to tell a personal note of something that Scripture is really just a way that I've uh, interacted with the text was in James when, you know, he says, be slow to anger, um, quick to think, um, and quick to listen. Um, and I, for me, that was really convicting. So just something that I've been reading as we're going through James with the youth, that's been some on my heart lately, just with everything going on. Yeah. Um, you know, it's in this time easy to be quick to anger. So,
0: so God say, told you to be slow to anger and you agreed with Him. You did it. <laughs> I didn't say it was <laughs> easy though. <laughs> <laughs> well, Gordon, that's exactly what we're looking for, man, is that God would change us every day by something mm-hmm. that, that He says. Uh, man, I, I really appreciate your ministry. Thanks a lot for investing in my son and in, in the rest of the youth and the student ministry. Mm-hmm. Church family, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope it's been useful to you. I want to ask you to take an extra step today. Um, you know, Idealistically, as a as a pastor, I mean, I just I would love for our podcast to be a blessing to our whole church family. Specifically, you know, this episode with uh, with Corey, um, I'm just thinking about how useful the idea of reading scripture every day is for our whole church family. But I would really love to share this episode, especially with students, um, just because that's where Corey's ministry primarily has worked out. So, if you enjoyed today's episode of the podcast, I would encourage you to share it. Share it with some uh, some of our students. Share it with parents. Uh, but let's pass this thing down into our student ministry, all around our church. And even if you have some uh, teenagers that don't go to our congregation, don't go to our church, but you think that Corey's word would be useful for them, let's let's share this podcast like crazy. And especially with our with our middle schoolers and high schoolers. Corey, thanks for being with us, man.